Listeners, happy new year and yeah, 2021. You are already, <laughs> you, yeah, you new year, you wow, yeah, yeah. I just don't know anything to say, but there's so much to say, is really what it is. Um, Wow. Yeah, it's crazy because we only took two weeks off, but it feels like we've been off for a month because of so much happened. So much has happened. <laughs> so much has happened. Um, that yeah, it just feels like we took a like extended break. But when I looked at the calendar, I was like, no, we are true to our word. We said we we would be back recording on January 10th, which we are. And so we literally just took two weeks off for the holiday uh period and um man stuff went down yeah and not in the dm so <laughs> what i already know this so i guess i'm just asking for the sake of you fine people so how was your two weeks like what did you do like or rather not do yeah what did, what did you do in lieu of not doing anything. <laughs> right. Or at least in lieu of not doing all the regular things. Um, okay. Can you hear? Thank the- you for that, Colonel. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear the dog shaking in the background again? Yeah. The sound yeah, effects. Of course. Um, yeah. He literally just stepped back in the room and took a, a good shake right out as he entered. Um can I just say what was funny to me though was like you know lots of people were posting that meme for New Year's Eve that was like um still not sure what I'm wearing to the living room tonight you know like that (laughs) and it just it was funny but I was also kind of like you know what I literally for the last several years have not done anything on New Year's Eve and so I was like yeah I don't it's not really (laughs) like for me it did not like New Year's Eve at least in particular did not feel all that different because I'm like yeah I do often spend it in my pajamas like doing some like you know movie marathon or whatever you know like and I feel kind of mad about that because when I was in LA you dragged me to some manner of festive outing yeah but that's because you and I got to do things together like I don't have anyone to drag anywhere everyone's married with kids so um, I so I've had I had like a year or two where I've gone over to like our friend Annette's house, you know, and spent it with them, which is fine. That's totally fun too. Um, but it's not like you know, I'm like Annette wants to spend her New Year with her husband and her children, which I would too if I had a husband and children. And so I can't drag her anywhere. Yeah. So yeah. So I pretty much have not. Um, done anything for the last few years. This year was no different. Um, okay. 
and um but christmas was you know christmas was definitely a bummer because i'm i i took the days off which i was grateful for i had five straight days at home which felt very luxurious Mm. it was really nice just i love staycationing it's truly you know like i'm like you don't one of your favorite things it is it's one of my favorite things i love my home it's super comfortable and all the you know all the things i i like and love to do and so it that was so that part of it was really nice just like the time off and whatever but it was definitely a bummer to not be with my family um and doing like our usual traditional uh new year's eve and and new year's eve christmas eve and christmas day and all that stuff so that was a bummer um Mm -hmm. but yeah and and what about you I spent those two weeks um, just doing nothing. Man, I tell you, like, I didn't even get dressed some days. Like, Mm -hmm. I just laid about. I binge watch a bunch of, like, for whatever random reason, like, Scandal. I decided to binge watch Scandal, wow. which I have not seen since it came on. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I guess it was Christmas, like, Bridgerton, mm-hmm. like, hat became a thing. And I was like, thank you, Netflix. This is what I'm doing today and tomorrow. Right, right, right. Quite so, yeah, so, like, that's what I did. Like, a whole lot of nothing. Wasn't expected to do anything because people mm-hmm. were like, I'm... You know, it's Christmas, so yeah. No, Sorry, it's, it's, not, but it was great. It was it was great. Um, I had some re-entry issues um, on Monday. Yeah, transitioning but back. Yeah, so like, yeah, because we also lots, lots of changes also happened over the past two weeks mm. for me, mm-hmm. and so yeah, so. It was good that that all was happening during the downtime. Yeah. Yeah. That is and that's how I planned it. So, yeah. Masterly executed. I don't know about that, but it <laughs> happened. There are a lot of things that we forgot, which I knew was going to, like, one, like, kind of big thing we forgot. Uh-huh. And I was like, Nasia, I didn't even think about that. So, <laughs> yikes. I was like, I thought about it, but I didn't get the answer and I didn't follow up on it. Mm, I hate that. I hate it when that happens. I was like, I asked a question, didn't get an answer to that question. And so I was like, well, I guess not. Like, And I just didn't like follow up to get clarification like after the fact. So it's all good, but still. Um, yeah, so lots of changes. So I did not do any um like pop culture like things like you know we can talk about like binge watching or whatever like a little later but sure um you know like just the news kind of I feel <laughs> I can't imagine why everything you know like I don't know like I heard some things like right. you know wait tell me everything Andrea I don't know what yeah. is happening what in the world is happening what in the world is happening in this country of ours uh, um, like yeah so many unprecedented days um 
Oh my gosh. Happening. Yeah, we are like the the nation of unprecedented. Um Yeah, I just want a precedented day. Like I want I a regular <laughs> precedented day, like the precedented day before it and the precedented day before that. Like that's what I would like. That's but instead we want. get we get a whole lot of unprecedented. Um just, and um yeah, I saw a meme today that said um twenty twenty one um season premiere started with um as previously seen in 2020 <laughs> right i was like i was just saying today i was like what's the difference it still feels awful <laughs> yeah as <laughs> promised yeah i feel like um because I, you know, I said this a few times before i was like well you know it's like i think there's a lot of anticipation about the year changing and certainly i feel like there's change on the horizon. I was like, but clearly, like nothing is going to happen from like. Tw- it's not magic. Like, yeah, December thirty okay. first to January first. Like the year is the not actually is, cursed. Yeah, the yeah. slate is wiped clean. Like, nope, it's the twenty twenty. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's what it is. So um, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I again. So there's, I'm, I even just for my own like. Um, education and continuing like understanding like I've been reading nothing but news I feel like for the most part since Wednesday Um, and so I had and there's just a ton to choose from in terms of like how to like you know uh, focus in on all that's going on but um, so I have several articles that I'm going to refer to and I'm going to kind of um, reference all of them. So a uh, few different sources, um, the Washington Post, um, Politico, and Fox News, um, just okay. to keep our variety here. Um, so this first one um, is by Craig Timber, Drew Harwell, and Marissa Lang, uh, dateline yesterday, January 9th. So it says Twitter cites online threats of further violence as reason for Trump ban. So um, this is um, all obviously like in response to everything, the insurrection that happened on the on the on the Capitol this past Wednesday when the electoral votes were set to be uh, approved by Congress. So. The planning for Wednesday's assault on the U.S. Capitol happened largely in plain view, with chatters in far-right forums explicitly discussing how to storm the building, handcuff lawmakers with zip ties, and disrupt the certification of Joe Biden's election in what they portrayed as responding to orders from President Trump. This went far beyond the widely reported angry talk about thronging Washington that day. Trump supporters exchanged detailed tactical advice about what to bring and what to do once they assembled at the Capitol to conduct, quote, citizens arrests of members of Congress. One poster said, um, and this is uh, expletive in brackets, so they don't list the expletive, expletive zip ties. I'm bringing rope, exclamation point. Such comments were not confined to dark corners of the web. They were scooped up and cataloged by researchers who made their findings public weeks before a seemingly unprepared Capitol Police force was overrun by thousands of rioters in an incident that left one officer, one rioter, and three other people dead. 
The question left unanswered is why authorities didn't prepare more effectively for a storm that many outsiders saw looming on the horizon, especially when those planning the assault were so open about their intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is the question on everyone's minds because um, this this was very much openly done and it's and and there was a ton of like, you know, I mean, there's a ton of talk about it amongst the people who were preparing for the day um, and still um, there was not the proper amount of law enforcement in place in the way that it needed to be, right? Right. Like they were in place all summer long. But every time anyone was like, I think I'm going to show up with a BLM like cardboard box um, on a stick. Like you'd had like 25 like police units. So I <laughs> don't understand. Um, like, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. So um, Rita Katz, who's the executive director of Site Intelligence Group, uh, was among the research groups that detailed what was coming in the weeks um, before the attack. She says, given the very clear and explicit warning signs with Trump supporters expressing prior intent to storm, this is a quote, storm and occupy Congress and quote, mm-hmm. use handcuffs and zip ties, clear plans being laid out on public forums, and the recent precedent of the plot to storm the Michigan Capitol building, let's not forget that, uh, while the legislature was in session, it is truly mind-boggling that police were not better prepared. Um, Capitol Police uh, spokeswoman Ava Malecki did not respond to requests for comment on Saturday. The desire to prevent a repeat of Wednesday's attack help drive Twitter's decision to suspend Trump's account after years in which he challenged the company's policies against hate speech and inciting violence. The two tweets the company cited in this announcement Friday at night were tamer than many during his candidacy or his presidency, but Twitter said it was particularly concerned about contributing to a possible, quote, secondary attack on the U.S. Capitol and state government facilities the weekend of January 16th to 17th. So so this is the other thing that's coming up, right? There's been all this ongoing stuff on all these sites um, with reference to that weekend because it's like supposed to be Trump's last weekend, I, you know, like his last, yeah, his last weekend in office, officially in office. So they're going to make, they're like planning more moves on that weekend. So this says, concerns about more violent incidents appear to be well-founded. Calls for widespread protests on the days leading up to the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden have been rampant online for weeks. These demonstrations are scheduled to culminate with what organizers have dubbed a, quote, million militia march on January 20th, as Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Deep Harris are to be sworn in on the same Capitol grounds that riots overran on Wednesday. Um, Hmm. Brian Harrell, he's the former Trump Administrative Department of Homeland Security um, and his now chief security officer for Avangrid, which is an energy company. He says, we all knew that tens of thousands of extremists would would converge on D.C., Wednesday. So there's no excuse for the resourcing, the resourcing failure. Law enforcement was ill-prepared for an event the entire country knew was coming and one that the president has been signaling for weeks. It's shocking. Um, so 
<laughs> the renewed oh, calls to action in recent days have bristled with violent talk, vows to bring guns to Washington in defiance of the city's strict weapons law. Uh, another analysis of such posts by the Aletheia Group, which is an organization that combats disinformation, um, and they um, have been looking at additional abundant evidence of threatening plans on a range of platforms, both large and small. Um, and here's what the plans include. Aggressive and often hateful chatter that's appeared on both mainstream sites such as Twitter and Facebook and niche conservative sites such as, I've never heard of this. Did you know that there's a site called the Donald.win? No. <laughs> okay, so apparently that's one of these major sites along with Parler. Everyone's heard of Parler now. Yeah. Um, but um, so Parler is more like of a social media type. Like it's like they created their own little Facebook for their own little like private echo chamber. Mm -hmm. um, and then the Donald.win is another one. And these, uh, this, Specified locations include US, the U.S. Capitol and the Mall in Washington, the Utah Capitol in Salt Lake City, and locations in Pittsburgh and Columbus, Ohio. Some events, including an, quote, armed march on all state capitals, include localized events in all 50 states. Um, one online post cited by the Aletheia Group uh, said ref in all caps, refuse to be silent, arm march on Capitol Hill and all state capitals, which is slotted for January 17th, the last Sunday of Trump's polarizing presidency. Mm -hmm. Another post called for action as, quote, DC and all st state capitals and was signed by, quote, common folk who are tired of being tread upon. And then declares, we were warned. I'm not actually sure what that means. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know what any of it means. It's so absolutely absurd. Um, so it goes further. Like, I mean, the whole thing goes further into like, you know, the additional response from the FBI to everyone else. This also the, the bit from the Fox News that like segues with this story is um, Secret Service investigating death threats against uh, Pence. Um, oh yeah, so they are just, mad with him. They caught him. I've thought read something from somebody in Nevada, and they're like, he, "Treasonous! He is a traitor. He is yeah, yes. Like, wow. Pence is in all sorts of trouble with these people." Um, the the art this article by Bradford Betts of Fox News published today says the U.S. Secret Service is investigating death threats against Vice President Mike Pence made by tr this guy is very po uh, popular on Parlor. This guy. Pro-Trump lawyer Lynn Wood. Lynn is spelled L-I-N. Lynn Wood. Oh, yeah. He was on um, the, the Georgia call, I think. Oh, really? Okay. I think that was him. He's all over Parlor, and he's got, I mean, there's, like, screenshots of his crazy rants on there, and, like, he's, like, he's, like, one of these, like, guys, call to arms and all this stuff. So this is one of the things he says. Um, so he was also banned from Twitter this week. And or this past week, and is suspected of writing a now deleted post on Parlor that says, "quote Get the firing squads ready. Pence goes first, and first is in all caps." Um, a Secret Service spokesman told Fox, Fox News, "We are aware of the comments and take all threats against our protectees seriously." The Secret Service and other federal agencies also are investigating others seen on a video inside the U.S. Capitol yelling. 
Hang Pence. And a source close to Pence hold, told Fox News on Wednesday that while Pence was sheltering in hardened rooms in the Capitol, President Trump did not reach out to him to check on his status or condemn those who had said the vice president, quote, should be executed. Uh, later in the week, the hashtag Hang Mike Pence was trending on Twitter. A Twitter spokesperson told Fox News on Saturday that the company had blocked the phrase and other variations of it from trending. So a lot of the talk in the last like probably 48 hours since um, Twitter started canceling people's or, you know, like, uh, yeah, canceling people's accounts has been about, you know, like, first of all, free speech, which I'm like, that's not what that means. What? That's not what that means. Like this isn't Twitter is not the government. Uh, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram, all of these like are businesses um, and they have the right to refuse service to anybody. Um, and so uh, so that's number one. Number two, what I, I, just, I don't think people understand, like I'm like, what part of this don't you get? Like there's all of these people who are tr- like using these platforms to organize, including the president who, you know, like who's who's had so many um, just coded calls to action um, throughout. Not even coded, like. You yeah, have, they're coded no, to idiots. Because, like, yeah. you know, okay, stand by. Yeah. Like, that's not coded. Like, you're. No. And then, like, the whole, like, you know, be, be, whatever it was, like, the one, um, you know, January 6, 2021, DC, it's going to be wild or whatever, you know, like all these different mm-hmm. things that he puts out, that he says, and that he puts out via his Twitter account. Um, and there's even talk about the fact that he made a point of uh, tweeting. His last tweet was basically him saying, I'm not going to be there on the 20th mm-hmm. at inauguration, which many people took to mean to, as, a, as, a, as a, another signaling to say, it's do as, you're, do as you will. I'm not mm-hmm. going to, you know, you don't, I, I, I'll be safe somewhere else, you know? Um, so, so yeah, so it's, the response by these companies is responsible on their part because they they need to like at the very minimum protect their liability for allowing people to use their platform to incite further violence period right. like it, like any business in their right mind would do is like, like if they're using yeah the um you know like if you go ahead i'm trying to like think of the word like the liability like yeah, you are, liability. You're the place where people plan like an insurrection. Like, I don't want to be that place. Like, I don't want that to be my business. Um, right. no. And people I've heard people comparing it to, you know, like bakeries where people won't are suing, you know, gay couples are suing bakeries because they won't make a cake. Right. I was like, okay, how about those t- two things aren't even like anywhere near the same thing? Well, in my eyes. Like, I was like, that's a crazy um like violence um compared to you know whatever that's just those are just not the same category to me but they're not the same category i like i think i understand the analogy from the place of like like you know i i do think like businesses like i feel like that like just like from just like a free market perspective like businesses have the right to do whatever you know like businesses will either 
will either prosper or not based on what they put out there. And if like, they're not doing something that's going to like, you know, that's like that people don't like, or that people don't want to use that business or whatever, like they're just going to fail as a business, you know, and it'll like work it, work itself out in the free market. Um, So that is true of like, you know, anything. And so like Twitter and Facebook are not any different. Um, So it's not a free speech issue. It's, it's, It's definitely a liability issue as a business. Um, and yet, like you said, like, you don't want to be the forum that, um, is used for this kind of organizing. Nobody does, you know, like if you have a restaurant and you know that the people in the, who rent the back room all the time are like, you know, you know, regularly, like every time they meet, like there's like 10 lynchings or whatever, you know, like, it's like, if you've like figure it out that it's like, that's the group that's like organizing like this, like violence, like you're not going to let them meet, at least not at your place. You know, like once you like make that connection, you're not going to let that happen anymore. Um, And you don't have to, you have the right to say, you don't get to meet at my like establishment. So like, that's basically all they're doing. Um, And they're doing it with everybody. So the, what was really like comical was just all the different ways that Donald Trump tried to get back on Twitter within the first like 24 hours of him being kicked off. So did you see this? Yeah. So ridiculous. Oh my gosh. It was so ridiculous. So they cancel his at real Donald Trump Twitter account. Then he shows back up as POTUS because obviously like there is like a POTUS account that's like specifically for the president of the United States. He shows back up there and they're like, Oh no, sir. Sorry. They like shut down at POTUS. So then uh, Gary uh, Codley, who's his like um, his, like one of his like media guys, like I think it's like one of the head of his like media team or whatever, lets him use his Twitter account. Hey, I really have to get this tweet out. Like, it's so important. Like, it's very, very important that people know what I have to say about this. Oh, oh my gosh. That would be a hard no. No, but Donald Trump. I'm no, not going to cause any problems. <laughs> I'm not going to cause any problems. I promise. I promise I won't say anything. I promise you won't say anything that people are going to take as a call to action. <laughs> I won't do that. That's not what I'm doing. I promise. Okay. Because you never lie. Nope. I tell you. Oh, yeah. my God. The most hilarious thing happened today. <laughs> I was telling, like, because we had, like, an open house today. And I was talking to the scene. I was like, okay, to see it. Like, you need to be here by a certain time. You need to be here, you know, by a certain time. I need you there by a certain time. She's like, I'm dressed. The kids are dressed. I was like, it's happening. I was like, Nasia you know that you have the best intention and then something happens that leads the children will do something and will lead mm-hmm. everything like down like the wrong path and everything's all messed up she's like i know she's like i have like two little donald trumps like i don't ever know what they're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like except they're actually toddlers so it's appropriate for them right that's the only major difference like we are really toddlers (laughs) so it's like we're like for real toddlers we're supposed to be like for real unpredictable yeah so what she said that's so funny i have two donald trump's like you do have two straight up donald trump's 
She really does. So yeah, so then this guy now, like now this dude, Gary, whatever, he doesn't have, he no longer has a Twitter account because he let his boss use his Twitter account. And Twitter was like, nope, see you over, I see you over there, Donald Trump, click, click, another deactivated account. So I think it was a total of like five different attempts to use different accounts. He like opened another one that was like called at Team Trump and it was just him. So they like knocked that out. Like they were literally playing whack-a-mole with, with him, like with him and his like Twitter presence. Um, so that was just crazy, like absolutely bananas. And then um, you had all his like radical right-wing pundits like coming up and saying all kinds of crazy stuff. So they just started shutting down all sorts of people like Rush Limbaugh got shut down. Uh, like it was, it was like a laundry list of folks that like were just like, nope, nope. Oh, you over there talking crazy too? Nope. Click, click. Like <laughs> they were canceling folks left and right. And so now there's all this. And honestly, like, and again, like people keep having, like people are like losing their minds about this. And I'm like, and at the same time, you have people like Lynn Wood over on Parlor continuing to incite violence, continuing to organize. Um, and very openly state like what their plans are for this like January 16th, January 17th weekend and including whatever they think they're going to do on January 20th. So people need to realize like this is like the reaction by the companies, one is absolutely legitimate and absolutely responsible on their part in terms of protecting the public and protecting their liability. Mm -hmm. And two, they're responding to like real actual threats that are out there that we have just watched enacted already. Like they planned, organized, executed on this past Wednesday at the Capitol. And now they're back at planning and they're, you know, planning and organizing stage. So we, there's no reason to think that they're not going to go through with this. Like there's no reason. Like they are, they literally think because of the lies that they've believed they literally think that they are in some revolution um, and that they're, you know, that they're like, you know, there's some sort, they, they, they think that they're like, um, you know, the, um, like it's the revolutionary war all over again. Like they think that they are, they, they are imagining themselves as righting some wrong because they believe the lies that they've been told um, even despite all the evidence against it, they believe the lies that they've been told that this election was stolen, that this election was not, you know, like that was completely a fraud, that it was fixed, despite our very elaborate state by state election <laughs> system that has always worked just fine. Um, whatever issues you might have with the Electoral College, like all of that is nothing. There was no fraud. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, but they believe they they believe the lies that they've been told, the lies that President Trump continues to tell, despite his every legal recourse that was completely shot down by both judges and justices that he appointed himself. Um, they they believe it all, and so they they believe that they're acting um, as they should, as citizens of this country, protecting their, um, pr protecting the democracy or whatever it is they're telling themselves. Um, so these these threats should be taken seriously, um, and 
if that means that you temporarily uh, don't get to meet on Facebook with your, you know, uh, conservative uh, wives of the South Bay group for like a month, like I actually don't care. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, cause that, you know, like, cause there's a ton of groups that are getting shut down. Like anything basically that's like remotely related to like right wing politics is getting shut down. Um, and it's like, you, we, you did this to yourself, like, mm -hmm. and you know, it's, it's really, really unfortunate. I, I do believe it's unfortunate, but you have one person to blame for this and it's not the left-wing media. It's not like all the liberals, uh, blah, 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 or whoever you want to like lay it on. Um, that's, that's not your, your, again, your focus is so, so off. Um, so in light of all that, my final story is from Politico, Trump facing increasing pressure to leave office early. So this is by Nolan. Please, please and thank you. Um, so this is by Nolan McCaskill, uh, dateline today, January 10th. Some congressional Republicans are urging President Donald Trump to leave office early of his own volition right. as Democrats. Yeah. I'm like, that's not going to happen as Democrats prepare articles of impeachment for the second time in Trump's tenure. Uh, Senator Pat Toomey, who's a Republican out of Pennsylvania said on Sunday in an interview with Chuck Todd on NBC's meet the press. I think the best way for our country is for the president to resign and go away as soon as possible. <laughs> You know, like, I feel you, I feel you, girl, I feel you, I feel the same way. How are we going to make this happen? Yes. Can we make this happen? Please. Please, you know, and he's joining Senator Lisa Murkowski of well, Alaska and also calling done. She is so done. Oh, she's so done. She's so done. She's like, nope, nope, and no, oh my God, no, please make this stop. Um so Toomey, is, has, who is not seeking re-election in 2022, acknowledged that Trump's resignation, quote, may not be likely, but reiterated that it would be best. After the president incited a deadly insurrection against the Capitol last week after falsely claiming for months that the election was stolen from him. Um, so then it just reviews, you know, Trump lost to President-elect Joe Biden in the Electoral College 306 to 232 and trailed him by more than 7 million votes in the national popular vote. Every state and Congress itself certified the results of the presidential election, and Trump himself finally conceded, and I feel like that's a really strong word to use yeah, here, conceded not last really. conceded, not really, he just, this is what he said, quote, a new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. So he stated a fact, but I don't really consider that conceding. Um, 56% of Americans, and I feel like this is a low number, 56% of Americans said that they believe Trump should be removed from office before his term expires, according to an ABC News Ipsos poll released Sunday, with 67% of respondents saying that Trump deserves anywhere from, quote, a good amount to, quote, a great deal of blame for the attack on the Capitol. Which to me, that's like, that's just, I'm like 67%, I feel like is a closer number. Um, so if like, if you're in the 67% who said that it, he either has a good amount or a great deal of blame, then you should, there should, I feel like there should likewise be 67% of people who think that he needs to get removed from office. Like if you think he had any 
a good amount to a great deal of blame for the attack, then how does that not correlate? You know what I mean? Right, I get it. Like, um, why are like that kind of go together? Like, they kind of go together because if you're the leader of a country, you shouldn't promote and incite insurrection of that very country's government. No, um, he didn't do. They didn't do that. That's yeah, that's not what he did. <laughs> Um, House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn told CNN's Jake Tapper on State of the Union that impeachment articles could be completed on Monday, though they might not reach the floor of the House until Tuesday. In a two-hour call on Saturday, political reporter Clyburn and, and uh, political reported Clyburn and other Democratic leaders raised concerns that an impeachment trial in the Senate could slow confirmation of Biden's cabinet nominees and stall Congress's ability to quickly pass a major coronavirus relief package. In the interview on Sunday, Clyburn called Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who circulated a memo last week outlining January 19th as the earliest date an impeachment trial could begin. Quote, a pretty good legislature uh, who's doing what he thinks he needs to do to be disruptive, but insisted that Nancy Pelosi is smarter than that. Um, so Clyburn suggested that the House could give Biden a hundred days to enact his agenda before sending the articles to the Senate. In a separate interview on Fox News, Clyburn reminded the host, Chris Wallace, that the House didn't send impeachment articles across the Capitol immediately the first time it voted to impeach Trump. Mm -hmm. Clyburn said they were not delivered the next day. They were delivered at a time that was most appropriate. And so we'll do the same thing in this instance. On CNN, Toomey said Trump did commit impeachable offenses, but raised questions about whether the Constitution permitted the Senate to convict a president who has left office. He also hinted that Trump could be held criminally liable for his role in Wednesday's violence. So Toomey said, I think the president has disqualified himself from ever certainly serving in office again. I don't think he's electable in any way, and I don't think he's going to be exercising anything like the kind of influence that he has had over the Republican Party going forward. Now, mm, I Representative... Because I feel like there are way too many votes. I think he received way too many votes in the general election. I like way more than he should have, considering all of the shenanigans. So I'm like, I don't put anything past him or the people right. who blindly follow him blindly follow him yeah so i don't know that he's not electable um like i think if we're talking like qualitatively obviously i don't find him electable but uh quantitatively i think he obviously mm -hmm. could be um okay so representative adam kinzinger who's a republican out of illinois framed impeachment as an unwise move, but signaled that he would, quote, vote the right way if Democrats move forward with the process. Uh, George Stephanopoulos on ABC's This Week said, the best thing for the country to heal would be for him to resign. The next best thing is the 25th Amendment. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat of New York, called Trump a clear and present danger to Congress and the country, and then quote, said every minute and every hour that he is in office. He's a clear and present danger. Um, but in addition to removal, we're also talking about complete barring of the president, or rather of Donald Trump, from running for office ever again. 
And in addition to that, the potential ability to prevent pardoning himself from those charges that he was impeached for. So that's another piece that's also like, there's so many like little, so like, it's basically like the story behind impeachment, I feel like is ultimately like, it's complicated. Like it's not impossible, but there's a lot of different things that like are being looked at and taken into consideration. Um, Senator Joe Manchin of a Democrat of West Virginia argued that there was only two paths ahead to determine Trump's fate, a political path and a judicial path. He said, I would think that the judicial path would be a better position to take and that it'd be a better route to go versus taking a political route. Based, um, he said, noting that impeachment basically stops us from putting a government together. The increasing calls for Trump's removal come as allies continue to abandon the commander in chief in the final days of his presidency. Trump has lost cabinet and other administration officials in addition to his ability to tweet and post on several other social media platforms. Former Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey said fellow Republicans have told him they've had mm. enough. Christie said, if inciting insurrection isn't impeachable, then I don't really know what. Right. Because I'm like, the bar right. for acceptable behavior has been so lowered, where like people defecating, mm -hmm. taking over congressional chambers, going in office, removing you know, mail, that's not outrageous enough. Yeah, threat. I mean, like, threat. and then, like, the threats, the threats of violence, other people. Uh, it's just crazy. Like, um, so uh, several Republicans publicly and privately have expressed support for Trump's removal, um, said Hakeem Jeffries, who's a Democrat out of New York. And then he's quoted on Meet the Press today by saying, this long national nightmare needs to end. He said the chamber was focused on Trump's immediate removal, which can come one of three ways. Vice President Mike Pence and a majority of the cabinet can invoke the 25th Amendment. Congress can vote to impeach and convict the president. Or the Republican enablers who are around Donald Trump can demand that he resign. So, yeah, I just, I, again, like I'm with, like you said about what Chris Christie said, it's like, if what he started is not impeachable. I don't mm -hmm. understand. You know, like it's like it's the definition of treason. In terms of you know, like rallying people to turn on their government um, and not allow the democratic process to go forward. Um, and when you watch, like today, I spent more time than I should have watching like a, a bunch of the different videos, like different videos from like different angles of the whole riot from um from when it started um and it's truly uh, i mean it's it's awful like um and the the cop that died the capitol police mm -hmm. officer who died um his last name was his name was officer mm -hmm. sicknick what they did to him was like i mean it was just mm. unbelievable they like grabbed him dragged him down some uh -uh. steps so like he's like on his stomach right like imagine like falling forward down steps you know so he's like on his stomach on some steps and they like like grab him by his like arms and clothing and like drag him 
further down the steps and like there's people beating him with like beating him with American flags. One guy has crutches and he just takes his crutches. And I'm like, first of all, what are you doing in this mayhem crowd with mm. crutches? So he's like, he gets off of his crutches and he's beating him with crutches. He's getting beat by American flags and other like poles and things like he died from all this like blunt head trauma. That's just disgusting. It's, it's just un it's disgusting. It was like mob, like absolute mob um mentality, like a mob at work. It was so frightening. And then you know, you read the articles that like all the like disgusting things that they did, like you said, like spreading feces and urinating in hallways. Um, they vandalized, I mean, they destroyed so much property, stole the speaker's podium. Um, you know, they wrote things on doors like murder the press and traitors. Like they like, you know, it, it was absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I was like, if, if this this incident to me feels like the sort of thing that's going to create some new process that like later on people will be like why do we have this like two-day thing in place that you can like utilize to like get rid of a president you <laughs> right you know and it'll be like you know because it's like we never use this why is this in place well, it's like back oh, in the day well, president back in, oh. back in yes 20 2021 2020, 2021 2020, 2021 2020, 2021 2020, 2021 2020, 2021 2020, 2021 2020, 2021 2020, 2021 2020, 2021 2021 2021 2021 2021 2021 2021 2021 2021 2021 2021 2021 2
that they would be able to still move forward with an impeachment trial, even post the inauguration. Um, there's like, there. I mean, basically, it's like it's never been done before. But at the same time, they're like, there's no reason to to not to like if you have a president where the impeachment process began while he was in office, there's no reason that the fact that he's not in office means that you can't continue it, you know, because it's it's a legal proceeding. It's not necessarily mm. about just being in office or whatever. So, um, I you know, but that's one of the questions that's being bandied about. Like, you know, what does it mean to start impeachment 11 days before if you can't complete it within that 11-day period, et cetera, et cetera. So lots of questions about how to move forward because, again, un- unprecedented. Man, oh, man. It's unprecedented. Yeah. Crazy. It's so insane. Like, I still, I still can't, <laughs> I still find it unbelievable. The things that we watched happen um, at the Capitol. And I missed on the Wednesday. whole thing. Like, then- it was all apparently going down, and I was like working and then decided to take to like disconnect from. <laughs> my phone mm-hmm. and all hell broke loose apparently while I was having my like woosah so I was like get out of here like what is, what what happened what happened now yeah I'm like I texted you and you didn't text me back I was like what is he what, yeah that's unusual so <laughs> yeah because I was like um hello like the world is falling apart where is she it was so insane. Um, so yeah, that's that's newsworthy, friends. Um, and that was just the half of it. I mean, like that's just like this story branching out into all the various things. Like we haven't even talked about how terrible the pandemic still is, and I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff going on in the news as as well. Um, but. Yeah, this I mean this is by far like the biggest the biggest bits and pieces. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. So um, I'm like, yeah, I don't have anything to talk about. Like that's been crazy bananas. It has. And like let's not even get into like, you know, like the whole the whole other um big major um story that front and center with all of this is just the fact that uh, we watched all summer long as um, both in Washington, D.C. and all across the country, law enforcement seemed to have no trouble knowing how to control a mob, um, what to do when people start looting and, you know, uh, like you know violently uh, when protests move from mm-hmm. being a protest to being a riot um, and and really it was I mean I was watching this the Capitol coverage on um, the PBS news hour and you know there was a couple of points where the newscaster was like the police just don't seem to know what to do and I was just like since when <laughs> This is not, this is so clearly like, oh, 
it's just pro-Trump people coming. It, you know, we're not worried about them. And if it if it had been the same level of organizing online by uh, Black Lives Matter or, you know, just anything, you know, anything like that, any kind of like, you know, um, anti-police or like defund the police demonstrations mm-hmm. or anything, they would have been armed to the teeth. Oh, yes. And there would be no question. There would have been no question what to do mm-hmm. with this mob. Like, it would have been a massacre of Black bodies. Like, and I, like, and the thing is, like, you say that to people and they don't have a response because they just don't want to admit that it's true. That they could not, in their wildest dreams, imagine that exact same crowd all Black and, and make it they as far as they did. Get- past the gate. They would not have gotten that far. They would have seen all of us getting off no. the planes, going out the hotels. Where y'all think y'all going? No, no. Right. Not today. Not today. Absolutely. We're not having it. It just wouldn't happen. So Yeah. It just would not happen. And people are really like hard pressed to admit <sighs> that that is the case. Mm-hmm. But it's true. Like It just would not it would not even it wouldn't be a thing. It would it's not, not a even it be it wouldn't be a thing. It would not be a thing. Um and um, you know, one of the one of the things, one of the pictures that have been circulating is the like row like the five rows of like twenty uh Capitol police officers that were protecting in like full riot gear in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Um, ahead of a BLM protest back in July. And it was like, the contrast was so just insane. Like, because that was literally like at the Lincoln Memorial. Like it was, they weren't even like protecting the Capitol where like people like are there, like, you know, actual congressmen are like working. Like they were protecting. Let's do it. Yeah. This monument, like they were just like they were like lined up full force, like no question, like what they were there for, and that they would have completely shut anything down if the moment something started up. So I was just like, the contrast was so huge, you know, and this whole idea of, you know, oh, if black people would just follow the law, then they wouldn't get shot. Mm-hmm. It's like all the, mm, it the dead bodies say otherwise. I... Huh, yeah, exactly. Because the fact that these people were able to storm the Capitol, get in, walk around, do everything that they did while they were in there, and then just walk out like the back door, like they'd just been on a tour. Like <laughs> I was like, the film of them like was walking out. Like I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> Like, how is everyone not down on the floor, on your stomach, hands behind your back? How is that? What? What are we? What? Like, they literally like we're just walking out, like they just gone on the like two fifteen tour of the castle. Nice, I like it. I think I'll I'll take take the lectern. That seems like a great, you know, parting gift for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, and then. um, and so there, and there have been more arrests now. Like they're, like slowly but surely, like getting um, people are getting identified from all. Like thank God, 
Oh, thank you for too. not wearing masks. Again. So that really came in handy. That was very handy. It's definitely like the super spreader event of the year, I feel like, of this year. <laughs> um, because no, most people didn't have masks on. They were just like out there. But that made it so that we could see your face and facial recognition software plus people's relatives child who turn them in. You, your husband, and your sister, whoever sister in one fell swoop. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yep. That that was hilarious. I was like, wow, you might want to be careful uh, about like shunning your children <laughs> who have different views than you. Um, lest you participate in an all-out riot, get caught on camera and have them identify you and your family by yeah. name, first and last name. There they are. There's, there's their name. Um, get them. Have at They're the worst. Hilarious. <laughs> they're the worst. <laughs> like I, I've always known. I've always Everyone known that they're the worst. They are. So that was funny to me. Like I cracked up. So yeah, yeah. I was like, this is really unfortunate, but it is also just such karma mm-hmm. for some of these people. Um, and then you have the people who have been fired from their jobs. Um, the one guy who showed up with his Again, work ID on. I was like, sir, why do you have your work ID on? Not the sharpest <laughs> in the drawer. No. At all. No. 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 So, um, so people are also, so like people are being arrested um, and, you know, um, brought up on charges and uh, many people are losing their job, you know, if uh, yeah, they were saw, seen like, yeah, on camera. Yeah, people were like, um, you know, whatever, company, blah, blah, blah. Someone um, was an attorney at like a pretty like, I guess, um, prestigious law firm and people found out and was reporting it and yeah, he mm. lost his he well he he they let him um resign which i was like no okay fire him you yeah, know like the him. parks and recreation with um what's his name he's such a weird guy um frank armin is that his name you know what I'm talking about? he was on parks and rec and he played mm. the dictator and he was like jail straight to jail they all go to jail so I like posted that meme with somebody. So it's like, oh, he. Somebody was like, they were so sorry. Their whole life should be destroyed because of one mistake that they made, and this and this and that. And I was like, straight to jail. No, we don't care. Straight to jail. You're you're going to jail. Straight to jail. No, no, nobody cares. Yeah, they they're insane. And then they try to play it on Antifa too. I'm like, mm. no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've been playing this forever. No. Well, the thing is, you could, first of all, you can't have it both ways. So you can't, like, in one breath be like, the people that stormed, the, you know, that were like, you know, out in DC today were like patriots and true Americans or whatever. So they can't be like that, all of that one moment. And then the moment things turn and go left, it's like, oh, well, that, that was those, those, that was Antifa. It's like, uh uh-uh. uh. No, that's not. And again, like, 
it falls really deaf when you see all the planning mm-hmm. that went into it and who was doing the planning. So it's not like like this, it, there's no question who it was. Like I just like, I don't even like entertaining the Antifa question because it's just like, that's not even the thing. Stop it. Like, like stop making things up. Like that's not what happened. Um so yeah, it was beyond beyond crazy. Um, if nothing else, the great the best thing about this all has been just the internet is always just, undefeated. Just undefeated. Undefe- the internet is undefeated when it comes to the quickness of um, responses and meme, but via meme, um, it's it's really funny. Speaking of Antifa, I sh- I sent you that one mm-hmm. of two doggies looking mm-hmm. guilty, and it's like two two really cute dogs who like have the like full on guilty dog look because <laughs> they got caught doing something. And then the and the caption says, "Thank God you're home." And Tifa broke in and took a shit on the kitchen floor. <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh! I mean, like, there's so many good ones. There's like the one of um the little a little boy. Like, it looks it makes it look like it's obviously totally Photoshop, but it's like a little boy who is mowing the lawn in front of the White House. Um, like outside the Oval Office, and like Trump yelling something, and the and the caption. Yes, says, hey, that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, "That's funny. I like that." Uh, oh, so funny. Um, so yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, there's just there's just too much good stuff um, on the internet uh, in terms of like making light of this terrible, awful day in American history. Um, But, yeah. Uh, I sent you guys the one that said, um, these dudes that think that Trump cares about them are probably the same. Oh, yes. I was like, like yes, yes, yes. That is (laughs) that is correct. Oh, God. Oh, oh too gosh. much. It's too much. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, oh, gosh. And, and and then I guess honestly, the other major news story that is like the light kind of um, in a in for many in many ways is on that same day. Um, well, the previous day, January 5th, uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock won his race in Georgia mm-hmm. uh, for the for his Senate seat. And then on, um, and we were actually we woke up Wednesday morning. <laughs> Joy. And then like, like, oh, a few no. Hours <laughs> yeah. Um, and then with uh, and it was John Ossoff was in the lead at that point but it hadn't been called yet later on that day uh we we saw him uh, officially get called the winner of his race so georgia has officially we been did it to, guys we did um, it comp- we worked so hard <laughs> <laughs> you guys 
Yeah, I have never seen anything like it. Like, uh, and again, I am not like, I would, I've, I'd say I don't know enough about Ossoff. I know for sure that Raphael Warnock is way more liberal than I am. Um, and like, and I am generally one to prefer things to be like much more balanced. I like it when, when the, the presidency mm -hmm. and the Congress don't match, you know, like, I feel like, but you know, like balance is, is <laughs> much more preferable. Again, but these are unprecedented times. These are unprecedented times. Um, and so, um, and I really like when the more like that I looked at the candidates that they were running against. Um, first of all, I already didn't like David Perdue because he was, he's the jerk that we talked about several episodes back who like was uh, mocking Kamala Harris's name um, and then tried to be like, I was, I was just uh, genuinely not, uh, You're a liar who lies. It. it's like, no, that's not what you did. <laughs> you're a liar who lies and you're a bigot. And, um, and then Kelly Loeffler is, um, she's just gross. Like, um, I looked into her some more and there's like all this stuff about her. Like, you know, she's got all these pictures where she's posing with like known KKK leaders, like all over the state and all this stuff. And I was just like, and then being like, Oh, you know, her publicist and whoever being like, Oh, she didn't know at the time. If you have like, a handler worth like, anything, you know, like, you know so, you're taking a picture with, you're not just randomly doing right. that. Right, because there's people that they're keeping you from taking pictures with. Like that's there's a there's a person assigned to that very specific thing of like this person gets these these folks get photos these people don't. So um, one that's a thing that everyone knows. Well, that. If you don't know, <laughs> now you know. Um, we should know. That's a thing that everybody knows. Like so let's not. Yeah, like yeah. Seriously, let's not act like that's not a thing. And. So, yeah, like, you knew who you were taking pictures with. Um, so she was just gross. Like, I was just like, these two people are horrible people. I hate that they... Because a Southern Republican isn't Republicans. quite the same as a California um, Republican, which, no. So, yeah. yeah. And no. also, if, you know, like I said, like, he's worked for um, John Lewis and other people. You know, he's, he's like a liberal mm -hmm. guy. I'm like, he, yeah. But, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just glad. It's I was fine. like, just needs to, we just I, need to swing the other way. Just, I feel like the course we need to right the ship a little bit. It's so far. Yeah, well, it's like it needs to be like a hard reset. You know, like when you hit control, control, alt, delete yeah. on your like crappy PC because it's like frozen or whatever. <laughs> like it's like that. Like it's just like you need like a like. Or like on a Mac, you have to like force quit or whatever. Like I feel like that's what we need. It's just like a hard reset. It's gonna be off, you know, like weird for a minute, <laughs> and then we can all just get back to disagreeing about like. Yeah, I was like, that's government. not the discussion we're having right now. Um... It is so not the discussion that anybody is having right now. Like we're literally like fighting the, this country's demons at like the highest level um and i don't i just i don't understand i don't understand what people don't understand about that you know like it's like it's this isn't about that 
anymore. It hasn't been for a while now. Um, I wish that we were just having arguments about like, you know, Can we get back to defense the days spending. You know, please. <laughs> Thanks. Please and thank you. Uh, that would be great. Um. So yeah. So that's where we are, folks. This country is um. Bananas. Uh. Yeah. You're welcome. I try. Thank you. Okay. The music in stores is so good. I guess like the older I get, like. I know like the song. So like they were playing like Duran Duran and Trader Joe's today and I was literally like singing and there was like a lady who crossed me like and mm-hmm. she was doing the same thing. I was like, oh it's not just me. Okay. Like we're like the old people in here. Awesome. And then I was literally in Staples, like Staples, buying labels, and a Bruno Mars song came on, and I'm literally like, <laughs> I had to stop myself from dancing, like in the line. I was like, yes, woo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, the music is in me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, the music is in you. I love the music at Trader Joe's. Like they're always. Like, it's always, like, yeah, it's always very much, like, yeah, our, like, general, like, generation appropriate. Um, And ultimately, I inevitably find myself singing along with, like, one of the, like, either another customer or with, like, one of the Trader Joe's workers because they're the best. Um, I was in there the other day, just yesterday, actually, and I was, like, I, I can hear... Paul Simon in the background and I was like is that like you know like it was but there was like a little like a like it wasn't like super loud so I had to like kind of stop and like listen and I was like this is that song this is, I was like is that Graceland are they playing Graceland by Paul Simon I love this little song when's the last time I heard this little song like and I was just like and I was just and I was like and I know all I know all the lyrics why do I still know all the lyrics to this little Paul Simon song? Yeah. So, but, and then before that they were like, yeah, like, play, like probably like Duran Duran or like something like, I was just like, yeah, I get in there. The Trader Joe's is truly like my Yes, again, this I is swear. not a Trader Joe's podcast. Um, this is not a Trader Joe's podcast. We just really love Trader Joe's. <laughs> I was thinking of somebody. Really They're like, Joe's. okay, today, like, um, I think I'm kind of in a bit of a nader and like I see the end of at the light at the end of the tunnel, so I woke up kind of happy about that today. And so I was talking to like somebody this morning, okay. and they're like, "Wow, you sound like you've been up for hours." I'm like I have been, and like and then like someone else was like, "You just like ha- sound like very wow. happy, like your voice is like very happy." I was like, "Oh, I'm just out shopping. I just left Trader Joe's." And they're like, "Oh, that's why." You left your happy place. And I was like, okay, I'm not there now. Like, I'm gone. You're still on a high. <laughs> it's the after, like, it's the afterglow. It's afterglow. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, no, it is really, like, the highlight of the week. Plus, like, I, I like, yes, I, I did it. I had Friday off because I had class on Friday. And so I didn't go on Friday. So, but normally... I go Fridays after work, so it's like the end of my week, you know, I'm like, and right now, because of quarantine, I'm like, 
that's my big stop of the, the week. You know, I stop there and then I go, you know, get everything I need for the weekend. And really, I get everything I need for the week and then go home. So it's like one of my last stops before I like settle into being at home for the weekend. So, yeah, it's just and there's just so much good stuff. So, oh, and I, I told you and I know you, you like you're in. You're in a whatever crazy Georgia with no Excuse alcohol you. and Trader Joe's. We just but, saved the country. Um, Don't you dare disparage Georgia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Stacy Abrams, notwithstanding. <laughs> Y'all with your crazy alcohol rules. Um, they have this... Um, these bottled cocktails right now, these bottled bourbon cocktails, and one is a whiskey sour, the other one is an old fashioned. Um, and so someone had posted about it in our favorite little Trader Joe's, Black Girls and Trader Joe's uh, group. And I was like, oh, I'm like skeptical because, you know, I'm kind of like offended because I will cocktails. buy a bottle of sangria and add stuff to it, like offended, but I don't care. Yeah, I. I, I do. I'm, I, you know, again, I'm a purist. When I'm it comes a purist to when it comes to my buzz. Um, okay. See, I feel the same way. <laughs> I feel the same way about bottled tangria that you oh, feel. Oh, but do you know, okay. You know, Atlanta Kristen uses frozen mirepoix sometimes. I still you have did tell chop. me that, which I was chop, surprised like, by. The time. It's like, it's the best. Frozen Cajun mirepoix, frozen I'm regular done. mirepoix. It's your local Kroger or Ralph's or whatever. Fries, if you're in Arizona area. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so, yeah, so I am not one. So I was sort of like, yeah, I don't know. But then I went, I saw it at the store yesterday. And I was like, mm, okay, let me just try. It's only like $16.99 for the bottle, right? So I was just like, okay, worst case scenario, it's like just okay, you know? Um, and it's only 16 bucks, so whatever. Um, not bad. I actually kind of like enjoyed it. It was like a nice, it was because I was like, it's going to be weak, you know? Like they're going to make it really palatable for like, you know, whoever, people... Yeah, like people, people who don't really like bourbon, you know, who like, who wouldn't buy, like, who are you people? Like, I'm like, I always have a bottle of bourbon, at least one bottle of bourbon, if not more than one. And so I feel like this sort of thing is caters to the person who's not going to buy their own bourbon to make, to like drink mm -hmm. straight or to like mix cocktails with, you know? So I just figured it's not going to be that strong or it's not going to be like very like bourbon forward, but it was, it's actually quite tasty. So, um, I surprised myself. Trader Joe's surprised me. Um, I liked it very much. So this so that is was our my new, new find at Trader Joe's. Our new whiskey. segment. Whis um, I did the whiskey sour. New things at Trader Joe's is what we're starting a new <laughs> year. Um, in case you weren't sure, like, you know, we're, you know, viral box. Yeah, being sure. Replaced with new at Trader Joe's. New things at Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah. new at finds. Trader Joe's. New things at Trader Joe's. New finds. Um, so I do recommend, and then again, if you're like, 
if you're someone who doesn't mix your own cocktails or doesn't like to mix drinks or feels like that's really complicated, which it's not, by the way, but if you feel like who has time for that, like, this is also good for Bring you. It there you have it. So there you go. Um, there you have it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's, I've talk, already let's talk binging. It. So my favorite thing in the world, I've watched, I've like, I wouldn't say like <laughs> watched is a strong word, but I've had it plain. Um, Mm. again um, while I've been doing other things Bridgerton I am obsessed mm-hmm. I love um, the the um, the Duke Simon he is very nice to yes. look at um, and yeah so yeah yeah, yes. Big fan. Big fan. It's so it it was it was a really like I watched the whole thing, uh, like you said, like I guess it was pretty much like over Christmas, like during that during that time off. Um and it was really like it was just like fun. Like I was just like it's it's very like Shonda rhymes. It's like like you know, like kind of like the it's it's super racy where i was just kind of like whoa whoa there mm-hmm. i was like click click fast forward don't need to see all that but um but really like just interesting like it's you like want to find out you're, fluffy, you get invested in these it's like perfect for that out. time like in between christmas and new year's where you're like nothing like it's happening nothing matters like you're just yeah. kind of floating around like i don't ever know what day it is literally Christmas, New Year's Eve, Eve, I was like, oh, crap. Like, it's the 30th. Let me go and buy my Black Eyed Peas. So I'm, like, literally at the store because I'm like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what day it was because I'm just... You and me both. So, yeah. So it was just like... Yeah. Yeah, it was very racy. It was a whole lot. But I was like, oh, I love this little story. Who is Whistle Bell? I want to know who that is. And, like, us people, like, guessing, like, who it was. Um, Was that... No, that was that other movie that I watched with the... um, That made me mad with, um, what's her name, Nicole Kidman. Remember that movie that we all watched together? Yes, a few, like a a couple months ago, the movie that we were all watching together. Like, the whole country's, like, binge-watching things together, which... I like <laughs> where I got mad at the end, yes. but how Carrie Washington said like her family, like her mom made everyone put like a name in a box to guess who they thought it was. <laughs> I was like, that. Oh, to guess who it was, yeah. Which I really want to like. I want her to be. Yeah, back I don't and tell really us, like, follow. Right like I don't know how follow, I happened to you know? see this. But like I did like I don't like follow Carrie Washington, so that was like a weird. Oddly enough, I like watched a video the other day of her. Uh, it was Architectural Digest had like a little Facebook hmm. video of her New York apartment. Yeah, I was like, it it really is sort of this thing of this like taking a peek into like somebody's life, and you're like. Okay, yeah, I like I know people yeah, really I live like this. The, uh... <laughs> it's sort of just it's stunning to like lay your eyes on it. Like you're sort of just like wow, like this is so like yeah, you go to work and then when you come back, husband and you go home too. But okay. I like um I like that Vogue seventy two questions because you get yeah. a peek in people's houses like that. 
other aspects. Like I love Dan Levy's. It was so yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I haven't seen Dan Levy's. Levy. Um, but I do. Whenever whatever. I catch like, Levy. like Levy. yeah, the Sorry, 70- not whatever. Levy, Levy, Levy. Um, whenever I catch those, I'll watch it and. Um, and like these little like, you know, like Architectural Digest does this with like, uh, like, again, like a bunch of random celebrities will just be like, oh, let's take a look at so-and-so's L.A.'s, you know, like Spanish cottage or whatever, you know, like all these things. So and it's always just like drool, 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 like amazing. Yeah, homes, of course, of, you know, I said, so. I'm in, OK, so having um, like, I think I mentioned it maybe last time, but I'm like doing veganary and mm. trying to do more vegan plant-based foods. Yes. Um, and every time, like, I tell somebody, like, I tell them what the thing uh-huh. you said, where I was complaining about having to eat something, and she was like, no one's forcing you to do this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just like... <laughs> I get like I'm just like you are like literally volunteering for this. Like oh my your doctor, doctor didn't like do it. Didn't like like when I did this. You don't like it. Oh. Okay. No. But you're not being like prescribed a diet. You're not like allergic no. to these things and things. have to figure out how to it's eat around them. Deciding like, that I want to live no. a healthier None of those things, lifestyle. Yeah. And again, all prompted by my Mika <laughs> Palooza week that I had, which had like a couple of steaks and like ended with like a pound of brisket. So like it was all like prompted by that. Like <laughs> forever if I like on like death row, like why am I eating like this? Like this is insane. <laughs> yes, yeah. I have to eat all the You're going to be executed next week. So I was like, everything yeah, I just you want. need to stop and, you know, reset and, like, eat, you know, I eat vegetables, like, all the time. So that's not a, even, like, eat more vegetables, but, like, just eat more things that aren't meat. Right. I'm not doing this. Okay, because you know me. I'm not doing this because I care about the animals. Like, that ain't why. I don't care. I'm doing this no, for health care. reasons. I'm sorry. She I'm a doesn't. nice person. I'm a nice enough person anyway. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, um... Sorry. I, like, oh, going back, I'm like, like I don't even I was like, I'm just stunned. Uh, the uh, the thing that I finally watched on that you had already watched, but oh, I finally yes. got around to it was Emily in Paris. Adorable, like it is totally so like cute. white girl. Like I'm gonna go and not know French. I'm gonna go to Paris and not oh. know French. Like that's it. Have to take a job in Paris. That part. I loved it. it was oh my gosh, they're so mean to her though. Um, it was yeah, it was yeah, so fun. Like, it was a good, good, fun little show. Um, mm-hmm. um, and then oh, I told you this, and I, I I'm just gonna confess to it on air now. I did not I did not know that you could change the language on <laughs> for the audio on Netflix shows. Um, so I just, I, I just like stumbled 
across the fact that you could do it. And I'm really so excited about that now because I feel like it opens up a whole new world of like that's okay. what shows for me. Um, so. so I'm pretty, pretty stoked. So um, yeah, I, watched, I watched all of it because it was pretty quick Watch. yesterday. Yeah. Um, and then um, last night I watched there's a French show called Lupin. Mm-hmm. Spelled Lupin. A werewolf. And it's about um hmm. right. I was like, is this about a werewolf? No. It is about a so Lupin is the name of a uh like a famous, like kind of a cat burglar grifter kind of a guy, you know? Um that like at least it, that's the premise is like there's a fictional character named Lupin who is like, you know, everybody knows about him because there's like, it's like kind of like a, a, a series of books that are very popular and everyone knows about from their childhood or whatever. Um, but there's a guy, um, the protagonist, who decides to kind of re- create and like redo lots of the crimes something like this and whatever um because he's looking to avenge his father's death so yeah so like it's like the backstory of what happened to him and his father like what happened to his father when his father when he when he was a young boy Um, And how he ended up losing his father when he was like a teenager. Um, And so he begins to kind of investigate that, what happened there. And that leads him to, you know, have to kind of enter into like some underworld situations um, so that he can like get Mm -hmm. more information about what happened to his dad, clear his father's name and all this sort of thing. And so he chooses to do it by way of, this uh fictional character okay. who him and his dad shared like an affinity for um so but it's it's french and it's you know it's all in french with english subtitles unless you're me who finally realized that you could go to the audio options and switch the audio all to english and that was like so freeing because I have to really, really, really be in the mood for subtitles. Like I have to be really invested to do subtitles. So the fact that I didn't have to do the subtitles was absolutely freeing. I was like, oh, I could, because when I first turned it on, it was in French. I was like, oh, why? Because <laughs> I didn't feel like it, but I really wanted to watch the show. So yeah, that was my big discovery mm. last night. And I was very happy about it. It's a little thing. It's a little thing sometimes. Okay. So yeah, so I recommend so. it on pawn. Um and you saw anything um the lie that I've seen. So we got oh, a, stop it. We got a recommendation. Well, it wasn't even a recommendation. Tell them the story. It was like, hey guys from Bestie, hey guys. I saw yeah. this movie. Um, I want you guys to watch it. And I was like, what is this movie? The Lie. I'm like, okay, so mm-hmm. it, did you like it? 
Um, it was interesting. So that's always the kiss of death. Right. Like, no, because it was good. You would say no. Just watch it. And I was like, okay. Mm. So in the conversation, I told you about it. We're on the phone. And um I right. was like, right. Yeah, so I added it to I my I forgot all about it. I didn't add it to nothing. And I had kind you of forgotten about it. I'm watching the lie. And I was like, right. what's the lie? What are you talking about? And she's like, that movie you said? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Let me watch that, too. So I started watching it and, like, quickly fell asleep on it. Because I was like, this is some nonsense. Um, I don't right. care anything about this. And so I felt woke up the next day, tried to watch it again, and I was like, I still don't oh care about gosh. this. And I asked you about it, and you gave me the best recap of this movie. And when I say <laughs> so I was glad that I didn't watch this movie anymore, oh I, I I was like, thank thank you for saving me that hour of my time because I was like, that's what friends are for. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it was so ridiculous. I was so mad. Um, first of all, the premise is so, so bananas that, you know, and I mean, mm -hmm. I, you know, m most movies, most movies, you have to suspend reality, right? To like, mm -hmm allow yourself to get into the world of whatever it is that they're gonna you know but it was so like just logic you had to suspend logic altogether which was like that was tough so basically look if you really want to watch this movie I would say don't but if you please really stop watch it, you don't now. want spoilers I'm not uh. <laughs> um stop now Fast forward like five minutes. I'm not going to be long. Um, so this little and she's girl, on some, she's from um, a movie that I remember. I remember her little, little white girl. Little face. I can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's. I've seen her and stuff before. So this little white girl is. Um, she's a teenager. She's probably supposed to be like about fifteen or whatever. Parents are divorced, you know, so you get a little bit of that, like, oh, they were like a sweet family. They don't even before, give you, like, they like straight then, up you know, tell so you that that's mom's what got it a new Like, they like show you that that's how it was. You don't even get to, like, it's not even implied. Like, it's like. No, no, they're like definitely like set it up to be like, look at what a lovely life they had. And now all of a sudden, mom's with some new guy. You, it's obviously that her parents are divorced now. Uh, dad's got a girlfriend too so you know she's going through the whole like oh now my parents are in two separate places and they've got you know random tension between them you don't even really understand like what went down you know like because that part is kind of irrelevant um dad's supposed to be taking her to some uh ballet camp and she's being like, for you. a year old about it like uh do i have to go blah blah and they're like you know yeah they're like you're going, whatever. So we just, by the way, the only time in this entire movie that the parents set their foot down, which is like so ridiculous because I was just like, okay, she had to go to ballet camp 
Like that was non-negotiable. Nope, but then she LA gets around doing this other crap and you guys just let down. it all We're not go. taking this so, You get there and dance. <laughs> you man, go dance. They drew the line at ballet camp. So let me tell you, it's really crazy. Like, so she, yeah, you go dance. Um, dad's taking her to ballet camp. They're driving down like this, like, you know, pretty like lonely road or whatever. They come up on a bus stop and she's like, oh, it's she my just friend. Happens Brittany. To be stop there. the car, stop the car. And then dad's like, what? You know, so he pulls over. She just happens to be there, right? So presumably, like, you know, she just she's like, where are you going, Brittany? And she's like, I'm going to stupid ballet camp. You know, she's another little piece of work, this one. And she's like, you know, the stupid ballet camp that they're making. She's better this time. Yesterday. She's like, gets in the car with them. And uh... <laughs> so... She has Brittany get in the car. In like, the car. Then, you know, of course, like, listen to already like, in okay? the car. Because, like, I saw this point. Too late. Like, Damn, we already put her in the car. Okay. Like, it must be go. okay. In the car. What are we doing? I guess it's okay because she's in the car. So dad's like, fine, whatever. Come on. Let's just go get you to this dance camp. So they're driving again, like down some like rural area. Um, and um, all of a sudden, uh, Brittany, yeah, who's like randomly kind of like flirting with the father, which is super gross because I'm just like, I was like, Brittany, who's abusing? Who's abused you? Why do you think you need to come on to grown adult men? Um, so I want I want to talk about what that situation is all about because you clearly have issues, Brittany, that are deeper than anything that anyone's you know counseling you about, and. Um, so there's all this weird weirdness there, and then Brittany's like, "I have to go to the bathroom. Yes, like, I'm literally that. peeing on my myself car. right now." And I was just like, "Okay." Mm. I was like, "What is that a thing?" So of course they're like in the middle of nowhere. So he I like pulls over on some like random, you know, just random. And I feel like where you w- they went to the dad to feel like he was in New York. Where they are ever like I never. Under- Yeah, nondescript city. city. But like, I didn't know what city they were in at any point. I, it was really like nondescript city, random suburb, and like random countryside. Yeah, like, like, I was just like some place okay. that has Go all ahead. these I'm things like adjacent yeah. to each other. Um, <laughs> it was this girl. So, right. I was like, how did that happen? Yeah, all of a sudden they're like basically in the woods, you know, and it's just kind of like, oh, and there's not like a gas station, I guess, for miles. I was like, it's where not are 1950s you? That, like, you know, like, America, like we're in some bustly city. Mm. And now you're like, oh, it was so frustrating, you guys. So then, so the, long story short, the girls go off. They take forever. And so the dad goes looking for them. And next thing he knows, he hears like a scream and he goes like running that direction and it's just his daughter. Brittany's gone. And he's like, what's like, she's crying. And he's like, what's wrong? Like, whatever. And she's and he's like, you know, um, he figures out or at least she kind of indicates that like the girl, the other girls fallen into the river. So he starts like going, like yelling the other girl's name, looking for her, trying to see if he can save her. There's no sight of her whatsoever. And so they like, you know, they end up like getting back. Like he's like, we have to get back to the car. We have to get the, the phone. He pulls the phone out, and at that point, his daughter 
says that she pushed the girl into the river. And that's why she, that's, that's how she ended up in the river. And the dad's like, wait, what? You know, and she's like, she was being a bitch and I pushed her. And I was like, everybody. So like, Andrea, I mean, when you whole, were somewhere like, and you find yourself in the river, you'll know why. So, inst- <laughs> <laughs> I was being a bitch. Uh- <laughs> it was bound to happen. You know why it was you're in that river. Come back at me sometime. You know why. oh my gosh it was so ridiculous so then the whole movie turns into her parent her her dad and cover up a murder and and the mom uh working together to try to like cover up a murder which is just like okay First of all, like the, it's just like so absurd. Like, really? Like, again, she had to go to ballet camp. That was non-negotiable. But she presumably murders somebody, and that we will go out of our way to make that happen. To let that be okay, because that's something normal that you just move on from. Like, we're all just gonna go back to our normal lives. And pretend Nobody that likes your anyway. kid just didn't so, kill somebody on purpose. She deserved it. <laughs> she really, I mean, she clearly was. But, like, it was sort of like, so you're, you know, yeah. So, like, you know, like, no one's going to come looking for this girl. Whatever. So, of course, like, the dad of the girl, Brittany, comes looking. They, they're all crazy with him. Like, all this stuff ends up happening. The dad starts piecing together that something's wrong. The dad, Brittany's dad, starts figuring it out. They try to get some cops involved because the 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 wife is actually the mom of the the girl is um, an attorney of some sort. So she gets like cops involved. Of course, like the cops like start putting stuff together too because they're actual like real detectives who are like, well, what about this? And what about that? And they have like real questions about all the like, evidence what? that there is. I don't know where she is. Well, I, didn't oh, just, I think like, it was like, disappear. like oh, when the, her um, father comes like, oh, she's sick. Right. And he's like, okay, but can I talk to her? And they're like, no. And I was like, this is so badly planned out, you guys. Like, what is going on? So anyway, come to almost to the end of the movie, they decide, like the the mom and dad of the girl have decided that they're going to try to uh, basically uh, make it seem like the, um, the dad, that Brittany's dad is the one who has done something to his daughter. So they're trying to flip the script and make it then and blame him and set him up to look like he's the one who's who's made his daughter disappear, who's done hurt her in some way. So they they go to his house and try to plant Brittany's purse and phone on his property. But of course, they're totally stupid and really bad at everything. And so they're out there on his street in the middle of the night. And he sees them from his like giant two story house. Like he sees that he sees the wife hanging out on the like sidewalk. So he goes outside to confront her to be like, what are you doing here in front of my house at like midnight or whatever? 
and she starts screaming and then her husband comes running because he was on the property trying to dig the hole to put the purse in it was a disaster they like get in the scuffle the two dads get in a scuffle the one dad tries to kill Brittany's dad but then the wife's like, no, no, pulls him off of her. They both go running back to their car. They get in the car. They drive off. They're speeding off. And for reasons that no one will ever understand, either in the writing room or in the audience, he was like Brittany's dad house, steps right? out into the street. And <laughs> I was... He was by his house. Like, he just got Where beat up by his father who literally tried to kill him. He tried to drown him. Uh, the only reason he's alive... Because it was snowing, and again, they're like in some like random suburb. There's like a little creek, like like a melted creek or whatever. And he like stuck his face inside. He was like the dad was sticking Brittany's dad's face inside this creek. He was totally about to drown him, and the wife pulled him off of him. So like you just barely survived this encounter with these absolute maniacs. And so rather than just like walk up the driveway and go back in your house, like you step out into this, into the, the street and here come, uh, you know, maniac one and two in their car and they're like Land Rovers going like 70 miles an hour down like a regular street. There's no one else around. Of course, nobody else sees this. And so instead of avoiding him or not hitting him, the wife steps on the gas and she like, completely runs the man over sends him flying and then they leave him for dead okay here's the only interesting part did i write this they do all this in this effort huh isn't it terrible it's so bad so they kill they, they presumably kill this man or at least like very much like leave him for dead and then they uh, <laughs> oh my gosh they go back to their house they park their car in the garage and they're like literally in the process of cleaning like all this blood off of the grill of their like Land Rover and all of a sudden somebody knocks on the garage door like they kind of like knock and like also open the door at the same time and you see like the figure of somebody walking in and both of them look up and like and they literally have like a bucket of like bloody water and like bloody rags and whatever. And it's who Brittany, walks bitch. in the garage <laughs> but Brittany? <laughs> it's Brittany, bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. So they're both they're looking at her and looking at each other and they're both right. think that they're seeing a ghost because Brittany's supposed to be dead. Are you a and ghost? So the wife walks up to her and like like touches her, like like and Brittany's creeping. Like literally, like Br Brittany's like creeping out because she the the mom is being so creepy, like walking up and like putting her hand on her to be like, Are you real? And so Brittany's like, um, uh, yeah, uh, so sorry, you know, because I was like, I really wanted to spend time with my boyfriend. And so don't be mad at Kayla, okay? Because it was all my idea. And like, and it's just like, literally like stunned, absolute stunned silence. Like, they're like, you know, yeah, she's like, man, so is Kayla home? And they're like, so uh, you need to go home. And they're being so creepy. Right. 
because it's been like a week or something this girl's been like off with her boyfriend presumably this whole entire time so okay so this is where like then you just so you're there's a moment where you're kind of stunned along with the parents because like you're sort of like wait a minute what is this and then you re- and then you're sort of like okay again going back to the thing i said about suspending logic and reality if you're a teenager <laughs> and you're creating a cover story for mm-hmm. your friend who wants to go hang out with her boyfriend all week long um how about on the list of things that I might come up with to tell my parents and her dad, um, I killed her. (laughs) I murdered her would not be anywhere on that list of make believe stories that will keep people off of her trail. Uh, So then you just get mad. Like you've been watching this whole time. You're sort of invested in the lie of, okay, you guys are trying to cover this thing up and clearly this is not going to work. Everyone's going to get caught. Y'all going to get caught for the murder of the dad. She's going to get mm-hmm. caught for the murder of the girl. Mm-hmm. Then it turns out that the murder now itself was all a lie. No, no. Now I'm angry. Now I'm angry because now you're getting whooping because mm-hmm. nobody tells, no, nobody, nobody tells that lie. <laughs> like you just, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Uh, so, so then you're just upset. Like you're just upset not about me. life and this movie and the fact that you spent like 90 minutes like trying to figure out how. Th- yeah, you did it, but I did because I was like, I'm. A, I'm but yeah, people. This and she see what happened. So, and it's like and again, like which I, was still, I like, have to say was still way the, more enjoyable <laughs> than what she's describing. That sounds awful. I don't know. I don't know. So, so here's okay. So that that happens. They send Brittany off on her little happy way because they're like, if you don't get the hell out of our garage right now, and then they go back inside, and there's Kayla, happy as a clam, sitting on her little like lounger in the living room, playing on her phone. And they walk in, and they literally look like they've seen a ghost. Like they are like completely blanched and like stunned and they're looking at her and she looks up at them like all like like hello what hi and her parents are just like don't have any words and so she realizes that they know and she's like you guys like the thing is and then she goes into the white girl cry the thing is I just I was gonna tell you guys but uh, you guys are so like working together and it was like when I was little and I was so nice I mean it was like a whole thing that I was like oh my gosh and so at this point you just want them like the only acceptable ending that would make things okay at this point as the audience member is if they both just like whooped her ass like right there and then like they just both like like you grab one end i'll grab the other and just like went to town on her just like oh that's pretty good you know started off kind of rocky but yeah it's like it's her that was pretty good Cause the whole time, like she's like, you know, she talks back to her parents. She's like, you know, there's you you don't like her the whole time, and she's like, 
for the larger part of the movie, you think he's also a sociopath who's killed somebody and is like, thinks he's going to get away with it. And so that would have been the only thing that would have like saved this movie. But instead, of course, they had what was probably the most realistic ending, which was they start crying too. She's crying, they're crying. They go into a three-way like family hug because this is what you do. Uh, when uh, you are white parents and your white kid just lied to you about killing somebody, which as a result, you've also killed somebody too now, but it turns out she didn't kill anybody. So now you're the only two with blood on your hands and you just basically have like lost your livelihoods. Um, You cry with the child. You all cry together in a group hug. And then it fades, starts to fade to black with the sound of sirens in the background, presumably coming to get them, mm. and the credits roll. Just so stupid. So stupid. Um, I was very angry. And yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, so again, I understand that sometimes you have in to suspend case, logic, logic, oftentimes. Yeah. Suspend reality. Suspend reality, but suspending logic at that level, yeah, yeah, it was it was beyond that. It was way beyond that. I was like, no, this is not a thing that would ever, no, no, and no. Um, yeah. So that's what happens. In the meantime, I'm watching another show mm. that has a very similar storyline going but it's being executed much 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 more realistically not like that like it's very like smartly done it's called your honor and it's a it's on showtime no hbo hbo um it's um what's the actor's name that everybody oh he's been in a million things i'll look it up while i thinking about it it's really good and it's a similar premise like his son gets himself into some Mm -hmm. trouble he initially is going to have and he's a judge the dad is a judge um and so he's going to turn his son in then he finds out that the person that he's gotten himself into trouble with is the son of like a huge uh Mm -hmm. Uh, it's Brian uh, Brian Cranston, the guy from uh, Breaking Bad. He's the dad. Um, so he finds out that the son um, has um, the person that he was involved with, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to both of them, is the son of this major gangster in the city. And the father's a judge. And so in the midst of like about to turn the sun in like at the station he he like here overhears some conversations realizes what's happening and that the conversations that are being had are about the thing that the sun was involved in and he sort of like quietly like backs away from it all <laughs> to be like on second thought um you know this guy's going to kill you if it come, you know, like if you confess, like this guy's this this gangster, like you know, mafioso guy is going to kill you. Um, so then it beca- then so then every it's a series, so it's like an episode a week thing. Like then it becomes a whole thing of like, okay, 
how are they mm-hmm. going to manage this and not get discovered that the son was involved, you know? So, but it's at least it's like, it's a lot more like, there's a lot, like the, there's a ton of like rationale, like in the, you know, like it makes a lot more sense. Like it's all like, it's it's, it's absolutely the opposite of this movie. Okay. <sighs> Anyway, that's all I have. Also, the other, just segueing into Let's Get Personal, I am. I can't wait uh, till I can get fully inoculated now. I know, I know. So I had my second dose of my Pfizer vaccine this past Wednesday. I didn't really have any reaction. Um, I was a little sleepy. And I couldn't tell, though, if that was just my normal fatigue or, like, vaccine-related fatigue. But I didn't have any low-grade fever or anything like that. Um, I did. I do have friends who have had more of a reaction. So low-grade fever, chills, mm-hmm. um, like, mild headache kind of a thing. But nothing major and nothing longer than, like, 24 hours. Um from from the vaccine so from the time that the symptoms start so all in all doing great and i got it on wednesday so basically in about two weeks two and a half weeks i will be 95 percent safer um from coming down with any major symptoms or severe illness if I am exposed to the COVID-19 virus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so super excited about that. No. Anything else no. for you to share, ma'am? I'm good. I'm so tired. I just had a very, very crazy weekend. Oh. You know, semi going viral. Um, just you did. A lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a lot. It's okay. <clears throat> well, alrighty, folks. Then I guess that's it. Thanks for tuning in for our first episode of the new year, 2021. It was a little <clears throat> different format than normal. Um, but there's, huh? Unprecedented. But it's, again, that's where we are. That's our word for the, that's our word, at least for now. Yeah, Hopefully not for long. Some We're going to go life. back to precedented soon. Mm-hmm. Thanks. That sounds great. All right, y'all. Join us again Get next week. Here. God knows what will happen. Bye. Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>